אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שברנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר הקדוש מה שבארץ המה. ובבחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחן ובמקו חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגמן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל הבן. ברוך השם תראה בישראל הניוס עם הנציחות הרן. לסן 96. And forgetfulness, a very uh, beautiful um, conversation Rabbeinu has, trying to put things in perspective for the, for the entire world. Um, doesn't matter how far or close we might be to Hashem, that uh, Rabbeinu is trying to instill in us this idea that of course this world is just uh, something that we pass by, something that we pass through in order to attain something greater, something permanent, something eternal, which is the world to come. Rabbeinu is going to discuss a little bit more about this. ראוי לאדם להרגיל את עצמו להיות בעולם הבא. רבנו says it's fitting, it's proper for a person to accustom himself to be in the world to come. Now already this sentence is something unique by the fact that רבנו is saying that we have to accustom ourselves to be in something that we've never experienced before. How can you accustom yourself to be in something or to engage in something, to understand something, to live by something that you've never seen? It says, We say about the world to come, that no eye has ever seen it except for Hashem, except for God. Which means what? That we have no conception of it. And yet, and yet, Rabbeinu lesson 4 of Likute Moran explains that the entire idea of Olam is that it's kulotov, it's everything is good, it's entirely godliness, it's like an experience in which you are um, drinking the light of Hashem. It's like you're, you're engaged in these... Um, like these tzartachot, like these, um, these splendors of understanding Hashem. And of course, for, some, for people like us, because we're so engaged in the physical world, because we're so um, attached to the gashmiut of this world, the physicality of this world, that doesn't sound tempting to us, but that's because we, are, we have been so um, misled by the etzara in thinking that we have something to gain from this world and that the tavot of this world can provide something good for us. When Be'emet, the exact opposite is true and that the only thing that's good for us is to attach ourselves to Hashem to get rid of the desires of this world as we're going to see um, what this means right now. Rabbeinu says, how do you accustom yourself to be in the world to come? That means to separate yourself. To abstain from the desires of this world, from all the lusts of this world. As the world to come doesn't have any eating, doesn't have any drinking. And it didn't possess any of the animalistic desires and the animalistic behaviors that expire and that are harmful, that are worthless, that belong to this world. None of that exists in the world to come. And just like we see with regard to a sick person, just by the fact that he's closer, just by a little bit to the world to come, because simply his soul is detaching from the body and his soul is going back to its source. This is why a person gets sick, which is why the body um, reacts this way. And uh, because the soul is separating from the body, that separation is causing this sickness. And Rabbeinu is saying that when a person is sick, of course, he is closer to the world to come because his soul is closer to detaching himself from the body and returning to its source. Arken, therefore, because this soul who's sick is closer to the world to come, therefore he's disgusted by food, by drink, by the desire for sex or anything of that matter, any sexual desire, 
and he has no ta'ava uh, whatsoever. He has no desire, lust for this world, simply because he's detaching himself from this world. Adraba, on the contrary, not only is he disgusted by it, not only is he does he not want it. All these desires are he's repulsed by them. Just by the fact that he's close to the world to come. And the world to come doesn't have any drinking or eating. And this is why he rejects all these things, these physical things. Because he's drawing closer to the world to come. And in the world to come, there's nothing of this. Uh, there's, nothing that, uh, there's nothing there that is uh, temporary. Which is food, drink, uh, these, the sexual desire, and whatever it is. And Rabbanu says, just like with regard to a sick person, the sick person is forced to feel this way. Rabbanu says, so too with regard to any normal being, any person who is in a healthy state. While he's still alive, while he still has vitality, while he still has health, that he too can accustom himself to behave, to conduct himself without any desires whatsoever, like in the world to come. What that means is, Stop being, stop limiting yourself so much. Stop thinking that you have to be uh, governed by the nature of this world. Start believing that you can attain something much greater. And that's to be rid of your desires. Uvadai, and it's certain. If he were to contemplate, to remember just one of the delights of the world to come, the good delights and the pleasures of the world to come. It is certain that he would not be able to tolerate whatsoever the physicality, the pleasures, the vitality of this world. All the things that are in this world, he would not be able to endure or tolerate simply because the delights of the world to come make everything uh, uh, in comparison to it look not like nothing. They become nothing in comparison to the delights of the world to come. To the point where uh, the ability to forget is an advantage. And now Rabban is going to explain why sometimes why forgetting is an advantage. Even though it's a trait that isn't good to forget. Of course, we have to be engaged in the category of remembering. Rabban says the main thing, Shichacha represents Yetzara, it's a Samech Mem. And uh, it's the, the, angel, the accusing angel. And Zikaron is um, whenever you attach yourself to Hashem Yitvach, to a person, the first thing he he needs to do when he wakes up is to remember the world to come. By doing this, you you essentially put yourself into the aspect of memory and you attach yourself to Hashem in an incredible fashion. And uh, you bring yourself close to the world to come every single day and every single action that you do. When you go to work, when you engage in conversations, whatever you see, whatever you do throughout the day, by the fact that you wake up and the first thought that you have is to bind your thoughts to the world to come. With this, you remember that everything has a purpose. And it's not for this world. This temporary world which expires like a, like an instant. So Rabenu says that the ability to forget is an advantage with regard to this. As we're going to see, what do you mean with regard to this? What we mean is that if we were to remember the delights of the world to come, we wouldn't be able to move. If we did, if we never forgot the delights of the world to come, we wouldn't be able to do any action in this world. And Rabenu is going to explain that yes, forgetting is not great, but with regard to this, it's an advantage. Nonetheless, even though forgetting is not such a good trait, it is still an advantage that through forgetting we're able to live in this world, engage in this world, to be a part of reality. And, uh, um, because it's, uh, it's important to forget 
because we're able to live in this world for if we remember just one delight of the world to come, we would not be able to do so. There's an angel, a massive angel, a great angel, that this angel has 1,000 heads. And each and every head has a thousand tongues. Imagine. A thousand tongues per head. And this angel has a thousand heads. And each tongue has a, um, has a thousand voices. And each of these voices has a thousand melodies. Look how far it's going. And it's certain that when this angel gets up uh, to sing, that it's certainly pleasant and beautiful. It's melodious. It's, it's incredible. You cannot put a measure, you cannot describe this melody whatsoever. Because of course, imagine an angel with a thousand heads, each head has a thousand tongues, each tongue has a thousand voices, each voice has a thousand melodies. Imagine what we're talking about here. Now a person, if a man were to remember his lowliness and the, the fact that he's so, he, his lowliness in comparison to this angel, how could he endure in his life? How could he tolerate his own life, his physical existence? He wouldn't be able to live. He wouldn't be able to move because he's so in awe by the fact there's something that much bigger than him and that he's absolutely nothing in comparison to that. It is certain that he'll reject his own life until he'll expire and die before his time. Look at, to come to show you that just remember, remembering something that big Sometimes it can be so overwhelming to the point where you just expire. It's like the Inyana Bitur where you nullify yourself completely. Rabbi Hashem Ibrah doesn't want only that. He wants us to remember, of course. But He also wants us to engage in this world. And to engage in this world, sometimes we need to forget. And this is why it's so important to forget sometimes. That sometimes if we forget the things of the past, that it allows us to do tshuva for them. Because if we were to remember all the things that we did wrong, we would feel so ashamed before Hashem Ibrah. We wouldn't be able to pray. We'd be so afraid. The truth is, if you were to remember his lowliness, that low level of his, specifically when it comes to people who are sullied and, and uh, what do you call and uh, entrenched in their desires and their sins. It is certain that if he did not forget anything at all, it would be impossible for him to lift up his head to serve Hashem Ba'a. Because to serve Hashem, Rabbeinu said, you have to lift up your head. A person has to lift up his heart to serve Hashem sometimes. We cannot serve Hashem only from the bottom. We have to lift ourselves up and encourage ourselves. And if we were never to forget, if we remember every single thing that we did, we would have no strength whatsoever to come before Hashem and ask forgiveness, to beg Hashem to accept us in tshuva. Etc., etc. And just by this reason, we can see that forgetting is actually a very big advantage. But a man um, needs, it's, it's fitting for a person to remember the world to come, to remember within himself this world to come. So that he should never lose his world, this world, and the world to come. Uh, God forbid. So Rabban was saying, it's important to enter remembering the aspect of zikaron, memory. 
because it allows us to attach ourselves to the world to come and to, to separate ourselves from the desires of this world. But if we were to only engage in memory, then it would be very difficult to engage in the world. We'd forget everything. We'd expire from the, from the, the sheer yearning and the, the fear, the awe of Hashem. And the Chachamim, at the end of the Masechet Uktin, Tractate Uktin in the Gemara, they say, that in the future Hashem Bach will grant each and every tzaddik 310 worlds. That the tzaddik in the world to come will be given 310 worlds as a gift. Rabbanu says, imagine in your mind the greatness of just one world. How many houses exist in a world? Imagine the earth. Imagine the tzaddik is given 310 earths. One earth has so many houses, so many homes. How many courtyards? How many forests? And countries. And the immense size of each and every world. And there's 310. How many stars and constellations are there? Without number. And celestial spheres. That are wondrous, that are awesome. That exist in each and every world. Because all of this exists in just one of the 310. And from now we can see that 310 worlds, all the more so, imagine just one of all the details that we just mentioned. If that's multiplied by 310, already we live in a world that looks infinite. We look up at the sky, we, we begin to fear because it's so incredible. But now 310 worlds that exist for each and every tzaddik. How precious is this greatness? The awesome enjoyments and the pleasures that the tzaddik has from these 310 worlds. It's impossible to describe this, to measure this. It's beyond our understanding. And um, we can see from here that sometimes it's just important to, to look up to the sky at night, to look at the stars and to see the greatness of Hashem, to imagine the greatness of Hashem. Because it puts things into perspective how small we are. And when we realize how small we are, it, remember, uh, it helps us remember to stay humble. And of course, sometimes we need to encourage ourselves to remember the good things that we do. And it's, of course, all a balance. This is the difficulty that a person has to pray to Hashem Yibbaq, that, that Hashem Yibbaq grants him the balance. The ability to understand when it's time to reinforce, when it's time to rebuke, or rebuke himself and all these other things. And uh, we'll pause here for today. Let's Hashem will finish off the podcast. Uh, we'll finish off this episode uh, or lesson ninety six uh, in the next episode. Uh, Bezat Hashem for tomorrow's lesson.